Hello, I'm Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey, Abel. How Welcome are you? Welcome to Grounded Sounds. Welcome to Grounded Sounds. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to see you. How are you? Awesome. Good. We had last week off, so I didn't get to see you. We did Kim. have, well, you had last week off. I came up and <laughs> <laughs> ended up uh, just hanging out at the Savings and Loan. Did with, Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. With Scott Marsh, actually. Oh. Had, had a few, tested out the new Savings and Loan fall menu. Very nice. Cocktail menu, which was lovely. And, uh, <laughs> what was your favorite? Oh, um, let's see. I like the one. They have one that's made with like squash juice. Mm. You had you tried it the other day. Is that the one I tried? It was. They have they juice the squash and put some rye bourbon in there. Oh yeah, that was really delicious. It tastes like a delightful cinnamony nutmeggy pumpkin pie. Yeah. Cocktail. So you kind of had a date with Scott. You yeah, we had a little romance. bro date for yeah. sure. It yeah. was nice. I'm, we're big Scott fans. And we listened to some hip hop. Very nice. And we talked about some. Really cool upcoming hip hop shows that I don't know if I can talk about or not. Oh, okay. But spoiler alert, they're going to be at the Criterion. Oh, <laughs> yep. I'm excited to mm-hmm. hear. So that was when I thought we were recording last Tuesday. And <laughs> here we are this Tuesday, and I'm back up here again. Yes, that's true. And it's good that you're here this time. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I just, I got back from Winter Park, Colorado yesterday. I spent a week in Winter Park one night. It was gorgeous. Yeah. So yeah, nice. I've, I've done some time up there for sure. Yeah, just little mountain towns. Is the, ski hills aren't open yet, right? No, it wasn't open yet, but it was just that nice fall. Sure. Fall aspens are turning yellow though, right? Um, I actually did not see any yellow aspens. Hmm. It's I know. It's going to be about that time though. I know. And I used to live in Gunnison, Colorado, and that was one of my favorite memories um, of going, you know, driving up through yeah, you see the it. aspen trees. And so mm-hmm. I don't remember what time frame that is. Anybody that's in Colorado cool. that's listening, you can... There you go. Well, tweet, tweet uh, us. Aaron Snow, who him and his wife Jen do uh, edible OKC magazine. Yes. He was going up to Aspen here a couple weeks ago, or maybe it's right now. For some edibles? Specifically to take pictures of the Aspens turning oh, yellow. Okay. So. Well, very nice. I whatever. hope they get. Have you done anything musically awesome when you were up there? Um, no, I didn't. I literally went up and was in a wedding and hung out with all, you know, my friend who was a bride and her now husband and the bridal party and just got to relax. It was nice. Well, last Thursday, or is anyone in this room familiar with Andrew WK? Yes. Okay. (laughs) He had an album (laughs) released in like 1998 Mm -hmm. called I Get Wet. And, uh... And there's like 10 tracks, <laughs> maybe 12, Yeah. but a solid 90% of the tracks have the word party in the title. <laughs> like it's party hard is like his big hit. And then there's party till you puke. And, yeah. He's a blast. Uh, let's get the party going. It's, it's all like party songs. Well, he did a spoken word tour. He's doing a 50 state spoken word on the power of positive partying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I love it. So my <laughs> wife knows what a huge Andrew WK fan I am because you guys, well, you know me way yeah. better than I just met these guys. <laughs> but, but if you ever walk into the shop or you're walking and see me and they're like, so how's it going? Abel? I'm just like, I'll just been partying, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of Andrew WK shtick too. Like he is, he's just about like partying and it being a positive. It's kind yeah. of a metaphor for all the, positive vibes and things. And he was getting like really borderline philosophical. And the strange thing about his, uh, not even a performance, just his talk was, you see, <clears throat> he's, he's a rock star, right? Right. Except for he just wears white clothes all the time. It's weird. Right. But uh, 
you know, you think guys like that, and you hear people all the time say, you know, you never get over it. If, you're, if you have stage fright, you never really get over it. You just kind of have to learn to deal with it. And that's kind of what he said. But I have never seen someone have such a physical reaction to being on stage in front of, I don't know, maybe 50. It's in the Opolis, and it was <laughs> chairs. Oh, wow, like yeah. Chairs set up in the Opolis in Norman. Yeah. <laughs> and he was mortified. Aww. I mean, like, physically Aww. petrified. Like, And he's talking about stuff that, you know, it's kind of deep about, like, you know, how the meaning of life and things and how maybe life really doesn't have a meaning and the meaning is that you're living it right now and like all this sort of getting kind of deep stuff mm-hmm. and you could tell that he just was just about to lose it at any Aww. moment but uh it was it was pretty neat you know he didn't perform any songs he just <laughs> he was just stood. probably feeling really vulnerable i mean he, to do extremely something. vulnerable yeah. he said that this has been the most physically and mentally exhausting tour that he's ever been on and he's not even jumping around on stage Wow. He's like, it has been the most heart-wrenching, like, physically, emotionally exhausting experience of his life. He's like, I did not think this out. Because he's doing 50 states. He's doing all 50 states in the District of Columbia. Wow. wow. So. Well, I commend him for recreating yeah. himself in this and putting himself out there in a new way. Yeah. That's, Andrew that's WK, philosopher. Well, Dustin's party. a fan as well of yeah. him. And we saw him at South by Southwest a few years nice. ago. So you know, it was like Dustin's highlight. <laughs> Well, let's welcome our guest today. We let's are excited um, about our guest. We have Liz Johnson is in the studio with us today. She is the PR and marketing director of ACM. And we are excited to hear more about the school of ACM and the programs and everything going on over there because it's it's a pretty awesome school to have in Oklahoma City. And because it's one of two, correct? And the, there's one in London in here. Yeah, so, well, let me first say thank you for inviting me to, to do the podcast. I really am excited about it. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the Academy of Contemporary Music at the University of Central Oklahoma, which is, you know, the ACM at UCO, is based on the original Academy of Contemporary Music that was founded in Guildford, England, just okay. outside of London. Okay. Um, so it was founded based on that, but we are, you know, the, the only one in the United States. That's so, so cool. It is. And we have it. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have guessed in the middle of, you know, America? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. In it's... the middle of America, we have or, or Oklahoma. Or Oklahoma, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would have pinpointed that, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's proud pretty amazing. It. Yeah, we, we're very proud of it. We're on year seven now, um, which, I mean, we're still a baby program, but it's just growing immensely mm-hmm. and um, grateful for the support of the Oklahoma City metro community um, and um, have just a great time there. So, Well, and it's fun because uh, our producer, Steven Tyler, is also over at ACM. So, it's, yeah, you know, there's, we have, there's a ton of you guys who are amazing. You have an amazing staff and great teachers. And, yeah. It's, it's one of those programs where um, most of the staff and faculty, you know, are involved in the community on a different level as well, whether they're actually performing as artists or, um, you know, for example, I, you know, produced the Midtown Songwriter Series here in Oklahoma City with Tyler Hopkins. And it, it's just an example of us really de- devoting oneself to the community as well, and which is a really great example for the student body coming through to really implant that sort of, um, you know, level of commitment to community progress and advancement as well so yeah yeah well tell us a little bit about your role um at the school and kind of what 
what you guys have going over there. Sure. Yeah. So, um, I say I'm a PR marketing gal there, um, the the director of marketing, um, and I oversee all of the communications and public relations strategy for the program. Um, but I also have a hat of student affairs, which just, you know, we have a skeleton crew, you know, we you know are a university program, so um, I oversee our student leadership team as well and advise our student organization. So that's, that's what I do. Um, but we have three academic programs, one focused specifically on music production, so live sound or um, you know even studio production. Um, we have performance, um, and then we also have music business. And the founder and CEO of the program has been in the music business. I mean, he's for years. He's the um, uh, also the manager of the Flaming Lips local band here. At, out of Norman, Oklahoma. Yep. So, um, just a small little band out of Norman. <laughs> <laughs> they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who are they? <laughs> no, they're, they're awesome. They're a yeah. great band and he does a great job. That's great stuff for the city. Yeah. Scott, I mean, yeah. I see Scott around at several different, you know, he's always at different events and speaking. I mean, I'm getting ready to go to, um, the Oklahoma film and music mentoring series tomorrow that he'll be speaking. Me too. And, yeah. I'll see you tomorrow night. I will see you tomorrow yeah, night. Exactly. Oh my God. Which this yeah. doesn't air until November 9th. Oh, so if okay, anybody yeah. was interested in that, sorry, <laughs> it was weeks ago. But uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Two nights in a row, Liz. Two nights in a row. <laughs> so lucky, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's great, though. Like As you said, um, he is very active within the community. Um, and he's doing so especially now to really help our students uh, connect um, to opportunities, not only within the metro, but throughout the region. We actually even have people out in England doing some internships as well as um, on both coasts. Mm -hmm. um, that is his primary focus, you know, uh, with the ACM at UCO is helping our students succeed in the music industry. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why he's that all around all the time. He's making those connections. Well, and I think he has had a great vision. I remember years ago I was able just to sit down with him at South by Southwest and, you know, there was a, Daniel Walter was there and there was just a table about of four of us and he was talking about the vision for the school and what he was wanting to create and um, kind of going back to your programs of the music business and being able to create support around the artists as well, not just mentoring and helping artists develop their own skills and craft, but also having the business here for that. So, you know, and we haven't, I mean, we haven't in, in Oklahoma City and Oklahoma, so it's really nice to see that grow with you guys. Yeah, it is great. I mean, we want our students really, you know, primarily to be happy in what they do on a daily basis. And that's why really the ACM at UCO exists because a lot of people, you know, want to be able to work within music or the arts and, and um, we provide an avenue where they can also have a liberal arts education in addition to um, their music centered studies mm -hmm. um, and also provide them with the opportunity to actually like what they do every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people, you know, we have a Grammy award winning uh, alumni, but a lot of our students also, um, you know, work as booking agents uh, in the local music scene or um, band managers um, and live sound technicians and engineers. And so there's people, there's a whole industry there that, you know, a lot of the time people don't think about because they think of music as just the performers, but there's the support is just as important. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, so 
that's what we're teaching our kids, or I always say kids, you, you guys aren't my kids, um, <laughs> our students, you know, to, you know, to really love what they do. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I don't, I don't think that was, when I was growing up in music, um, you know, it was always like a pat on the head of like, oh, that's nice, that's what you like to do. But I, so that's why I think ACM is so important is because it just, it's, it tells people and it tells students and kids and maybe kids coming out of high school, like you can do this. This There is a place for you. There's an industry for you. And, you know, you don't have to just kind of shove your passion aside and try to do something different if you, if you want to pursue this. So I think it just makes a stand for that of like, this is possible for you. So I Absolutely. I'm a big fan. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 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 Then, I mean, the best testament too is a lot of our faculty and staff, you know, we're all, you know, what, 10, 20 years older than the students, but um, they say, dang, you know, if the academy existed, you know, when I graduated high school, I would have gone there. Yeah. And I've seen these guys that are rock, you know, rockers, like really, you know, kind of tougher guys just get kind of emotional about it. Like they, would love to have gone to ACM because we, we feel so passionate about the program and um, about how we can help uh, our students succeed. Is so. there an yeah, age limit? <laughs> can no. Abel come? Sweet. Abel, there's actually non We have quite a few non-traditional students coming back to pursue. I could be a non-traditional student. <laughs> hey, I've been I, I a just sit around talking about my kids and my cats all the time or something. <laughs> That's what all I remember about non-traditional students at OU. <laughs> Well, no, we are so proud of the, I mean, everyone that come, comes to our program and, you know, they're doing so well. Um, but yeah, I would say that, you know, it's a very diverse community. That's another thing we celebrate at the Academy um, is even though Booker, Scott Booker, you know, has managed a psychedelic rock band, very successful band, we are focused on advancing all of the different genres of music as well. So, um, which, you know, you'll speak with Linka, one of our students, and mm -hmm. um, she has the Latin American kind of uh, pop mm -hmm. realm. Yeah. Um, I mean, so yes. many different yes. genres, you know, but. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's a very diverse program. All, all different, you know, types of students, all different loves of uh, different types of music and all that kind of stuff, so. Which is another thing we really talk about on our podcast True. is um, especially people who don't live here, or aren't familiar with Oklahoma City. Um, we try to really expose like the diversity here because we have it, yeah. you know. Totally. And, I mean, even going to Colorado over the weekend, and I was saying, oh yeah, I like work in local music and just a general, just a general overview of what I do. And I was like, you know, it's not just all like country, you know. I yeah, think that's what yeah. people think sometimes with Oklahoma. It's just like country music, and it's uh, we do have we have great country artists, but we also Absolutely. have amazing uh, artists from different genres. So I love that. Again, you touched on that. Is that something you guys encourage and want to nurture and develop? Absolutely. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And, um, you know, even, you know, we have a big hip hop community growing here too. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. it's so excited about that. And, um, yeah, all, all those things. I like that you mentioned that because a lot of people do think that we're just kind of the, you know, countryside, but I mean, even if you just look at a cross section of the 12, 13 shows that we've had, mm -hmm. yeah. definitely been, I mean, I guess you could put a couple of them in the same type genre, but we've had a lot of different genres, even in just the short time that we've had this little show on the air. So yeah. totally. Yeah. Which is our goal. I mean, and I think going back to, I mean, you guys making that a priority. I mean, that's something we try to do with our show, but um, I think that's what you have to, you know, especially an institution or a school or an organization of saying this is a priority to us and we want to 
you know, work with a, di- a diverse group of uh, artists or, you know. Um, Actually, have we had any country musicians on here? Well, Jared. I was going to say Jared Deck might have been the closest we mm-hmm. got to country. Yeah. But, but it's not even like what a lot of people would consider. That's more like whatever Americana is. I yeah. Guess. Katie's a little, she wasn't really country. She was folk. Katie Williams, yeah. she's she's fabulous. We should have a country. <laughs> we I should know. have a country. We, I know. We, um, we have many episodes to go, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so, yeah, tell us, do you guys have anything coming up that's um, with ACM or any program things that you want to make sure to? Yeah, one other mention, um, something that we're very proud of is our master class series um, wherein uh, Scott Booker interviews uh artists that have essentially made it, um, you know, in front of our students and local community members um, to just help our students really see what it is, what it takes to really succeed in the industry. Mm-hmm. We've had names, even a couple of weeks ago, we had Elvis Costello in town, oh, which wow. was insane. I mean, and I mean, every time I'm not, even, I'm not a musician myself. I, I consider myself an artist, but I always glean something of, major interest in, I mean, from these classes. And, you know, we also had a couple of members from Mumford, Mumford and Sons um, with a class with them a few years ago. Uh, Jackson Brown was mm-hmm. one of our first, which was amazing. Moby. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when Moby <laughs> came yeah. through. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys do some stuff with uh, Ben Folds when he came through? Yeah. Uh-huh. Did, We've done a class that, with him. Was that part of that orchestra thing that he did? did were you, was ACM involved? When he got together with the symphony, he we were not at that time, uh-huh. but we did a master class with him be, the uh, the time that he was in town prior to that. Okay. I'm, I'm, so yeah, yeah, but that that was an awesome one. That was actually before my time at the academy, but um, and you know all these guys have such or people have such amazing you know information for our students, and um, we also have one um, coming up in the next month, Lowell Tolhurst. From the Cure, he was a founding uh, oh, member of the gosh. Cure, coming into town, um, and I'm grateful. We'll have announced it by the time this comes out, but um, we're really thrilled about that too. And as you can see, all the genres that are covered there, you know, um, just those, in the handful of names. Are those just a class, or are they like public forum type things, or could anybody go? It, it depends on the the artist. Uh, mm-hmm. We try to. Uh, really open it up to the public as much as we can. But sometimes the artists just want to do a more intimate Q&A with our students. Um, they feel more comfortable in that setting, so we just really, sure. you know, lend it to whatever they they want to do. But, um, you know, we had a public one with John Oates from Hall & Oates, which was nice. amazing for me. I, I love Hall & Oates, one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Moby and Nile Rogers of Chic, um, who co-produced uh, the uh, most recent Daft Punk record oh, cool. um like that, that was a public one i mean so a lot of them are but then some some people just want to keep it yeah. keep it on lock um maynard james keenan of tool was here oh. but he only wanted to do super locked down super locked down <laughs> I've, I've, worked, yeah. I've worked security for tool really three times i think and it's okay yeah like the pre-show super briefing is like you will not turn around and look at- <laughs> The Maynard. You yeah. will not speak to the Maynard. Yeah. Maynard will walk beside you and you will not turn your head. Like it's all that kind of stuff. It was so funny. We, we were super scared before he was coming in. And then literally he showed up and he had the tiniest terrier dog with him. And we you ended bring up. Any of his wine? 
he didn't bring any wine. No. And we were asking him, hoping that that was the case, but he ended up being like a very kind gentleman. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just a facade, you know, it's part yeah. of his PR to, Maybe. you know, publicity to be the Maynard, but it was cool. Maybe he has a lot of anxiety. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, um, so if you were talking to a student, I mean, say if Linka was sitting with you and she had never been to ACM and she was thinking about coming, like what would be, because we've heard a lot of amazing things. I mean, I, yeah, I want to go, but I'm just kind of, <laughs> I'm just curious to, you know, like if students out there are listening to this podcast, like what are a few things that you feel uh, like you would express to them? Um, about the school and when they're kind of choosing where they're going to go. Sure. Um, the first two things that come to mind um, is that it really provides a great networking opportunity uh, for our students. I mean, with all these names coming through, it's not just the artists, it's the people around them too. So they get the opportunity to meet, you know, certain support staff uh, of these artists. Um, and also, like I said previously, Scott, not only Scott, but all of the faculty and staff are trying to connect them to help them to succeed. And I mean, we, we have um, our performance uh program manager is on tour with Zoo right now, who is um, a huge electronic music superstar at this moment. Um, number one on the EDM uh, list right now um, with his recent release. Um, so that's just an example of, you know, the caliber of staff that we have that can, and faculty that um, can provide them with networking opportunities. And then also we always talk about, you know, for the students that come through that really it, is what you make of it. So if you are a go-getter and you have the real passion to live music, and that might mean that you're going to make a million dollars doing it, that might mean you're going to make minimum locally, but if you want to succeed in music and live that, come to ACM because you will succeed then. I mean, and I say this too to all my kids, like it's with anything, right? You know, I mean, yeah. you, you know, you, you can gotta, say that about anything. Cast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah we're on the lower local no level we are, we are making it yeah we're making a million we're not dollars, making a million dollars yet <laughs> we are not yeah well but that's okay yeah. uh abel can talk about our uh, oh, our drive no Let's well you might that yeah. might have you did a great job of recording that earlier and so i don't know if we're airing that before I don't the podcast. Air that one again, but we, we'll talk about pledge drive stuff. Today. Right, we will. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. No to worries. That yeah, <laughs> to break off on that. But no. Um, yeah, those are good. Those are really good draws and good. Um, and that's good information for people who, you know, it might be a good fit. Absolutely. And one last thing about it is that the ACM is a part of the University of Central Oklahoma. So that means you're provided with all of the benefits and resources of the university. So, you know, you get to use the libraries and, you know, you can, you pay those student fees. So, you know, it's a part, you're a part of UCO um, with all the things that are happening on the main campus as well, yeah. which is very cool for people that really want a little bit more of the traditional university experience. You can also achieve that in our program. It is cool because ACM or UCO has a really great campus. I used to teach English as English as a second language there. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. In Thatcher Hall, and it just it's a, a very cool community over there. Um, Absolutely, I, I like. I, you, I welcome my any chance I get to go to UCO. Yeah. Are you, are you tied in with the UCO Jazz Lab at all? Yes. So um, 
ACM is formally a part of the College of Fine Arts and Design. And so the UCO Jazz Lab falls within that same college. And we are working with them on, on a lot of collaborative efforts currently trying to you know, provide that bridge for our students because some people really want that, that you know, more traditional experience and we want to provide them with the best experience we can. But, mm-hmm. um, and I used to, I also used to be the manager of uh, marketing for the College of Fine Arts and Design okay. before I was recruited to kind of spearhead the efforts at ACM. Cool. I was so. just at a Jazz Lab show on Thursday. So, cool. Uh, Adrian Legg. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, I don't know if I would call it classical, but very finger style guitarist. Oh, really? He's probably in his mid seventies or something. And just Edgar Cruz kind of brought him mm-hmm. and, uh, just, I've seen him, I saw him at the little bear in evergreen before. And he's just unbelievable. It's just this little old guy that <laughs> tells like old man stories and then Aww. blows your mind with his finger style guitar. <laughs> oh, sorry. I missed that. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And you get to eat pizza while you're there. So yeah. yeah. Have a beer. Yeah. I'm a jazz lab fan. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I, I think it could be venue. a fun experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. I like it too. Yeah. Um, well, tell us where we can find the ACM information and where we can find you even personally. I mean, <laughs> so Liz and I have become friends over this past year and I just adore you. I think you're so wonderful. Likewise. It's, so people want to follow you on Twitter and get to know you better as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your, if, My information. Cool. Yeah. No, um, I'll give out the ACM. Um, um, info first. Um, I direct most people to acm-uco.com. Um, all of our events, both at our performance lab, which I guess I didn't speak much about, but we have a lab where performances come come through. That's the Bricktown one, right? Yes. Okay. Um, we are also located in Bricktown, though. The school is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The performance lab's like on the like on on down the road. Was it Sheridan? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Past all the clubby clubs. Exactly. The <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And Which, then past that, there's the Criterion. Yep. You're <laughs> right on I'm track. Right on <laughs> <laughs> We're tying everything in for so tying yep. it back together. Yep. Um, and then we also have a Facebook page. Just search ACM at UCO. Um, and then our Twitter and Instagram handles are just at ACM UCO. Because you can't really have the at sign in between on those handles. Right. They get weird about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Personally, um, my Twitter handle is Lizzie A. Wait, Lizzie Ann Johnson. At Lizzie Ann Johnson. Okay. And then my Instagram is um, person underscore of underscore letters, which is another way of saying I'm a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, So I don't know. I, I. that stuck with me, right? You know, yes. I joined immediately, and so. Oh, I think that's so do great. Do you Snapchat anyway. at all? I do Snapchat. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Do, yeah. yeah what is how do I find? Um, <laughs> oh, she doesn't Liz, know. It. You don't find that much. What do I? I, I think it's just I looks up her Snapchat handle. <laughs> I Snapchat, but I don't know my name as Snapchat the thing. Snapchat was my line in the sand. I drew the line. Well, there was also a line in front of Twitter, and then that line moved in front of Instagram, and now no, it's, it's securely in front of Snapchat. <laughs> See, no, I am on it, and then this is dating me, you know? I don't know what my name is. Well, on okay. Snapchat. I, just, I, I, I love that we're asking 
asking you all these Hold personal. On a second. Like, Let's ask. Liz is really good looking as well as really successful, really smart, really creative. So it's like we're just getting all of her handles over here. <laughs> yeah. like, You're for too kind. Oh, I guess maybe once we find it by the end of the night, I'll ask the mil- millennials to help me find my link. find it. I got you. I got you. Okay, and then we'll we'll do it. Hey, I think I'm young acting. You know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Of course. <laughs> you, are, you are very hip. You're very, very hip. Okay. I haven't aged out of it yet. Forever 21, right? No. Okay. No? no? Okay. We can go shopping at H&M. Okay. Weekend or something. <laughs> we'll hit up both Forever 21 and H&M. Yeah. Love it. We have one now, so that's exciting. It is. <laughs> well, Liz, thank you so much for visiting with us about thank you. school and everything you guys are doing. Yeah. You guys are doing such a great job. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, it's so, good to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of linked in, pun intended, <laughs> to ACM. We have Linka here. Thank and you for having me, Jess. Thank you for being here. And Abel, of course. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Linka, and I, I am crazy about you as well. I The first time I saw you perform, I mean, you just, girl, you blow... You just blow people away. I mean, thank you so much. Especially awesome. within our music community, people. I mean, I know um, other like festivals and pe- people want you. Like they yeah. are wanting you to come and Festival. perform. I yes. mean, you have this amazing like uh, divine feminine energy up on stage, mm-hmm. and it's like this bold beautiful I just I love I just adore you I think you're wonderful I love watching you perform and I love your music and thank you so so, much yeah anything else you'd like to tell me (laughs) well I just I think you're and I think Liz may like understand this but because I because okay so how old are you now you are just turned 20 20 yes so um I'm just excited to see you grow in your music and grow in because it's like women are like fine wine you know like Mm -hmm. we just continue to like age well and I just you are somebody who already has like this really amazing bold uh presence and I think that you're a really great um example for younger girls to to because you are you just you're the way you perform and the way you present yourself it's like there it's unapologetic it's like you are who you are and you should be who you are and um, it's it's so wonderful to witness, and so I think you are you're such a good example for younger girls. But I'm just so excited to see you develop that as you grow, like into your 30s and 40s, and I mean that's just going to become even more bold and, and strong. And just I, I love it. I'm Jen, just, thank you so much. Well, yeah, and you so already much. are there. You just you have such an amazing uh, air about you. So we're excited to hear from you. I'm, I will yes. <laughs> yes. hear dote on you all day. But um, <laughs> so yeah, so tell us how you came into performing and into your band right now and oh yeah i mean well sitting next to me is daniel ashford who's the producer behind everything and co-writer of course and then salvador chavez who's our guitarist as well so i brought the posse he co-writes too yes most definitely and so the way and i want to add on what liz was saying as well on how to attract more students to acm because the way i came about acm was so spontaneous, to be honest. It was, I was graduating high school and it was like, I wanted to do music for, for my career. But I was like, how, how do I, where do I begin? And ACM was kind of like the miracle because I, I honestly didn't really know much about it until my choir teacher told me about ACM because I was always trying to put my own spin onto the choir songs. Mm-hmm. And you know, that did not make her happy no, at all. No, that probably was not welcome. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, so I just 
you know, I auditioned and I got in. And it was, at first I was like intimidated because I was like, I know this is what I do with my life, but I'm not, I'm not a professional musician yet. And I think that's one thing that's so big at ACM. We're all babies. Like if you're first year, second year, third year, we're amateurs to the music business, really. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I always talk to uh, to high school students about that are they're interested in ACM. They're like, oh, Linka, but, you know, we're not, you know, all I do is uh, my debut in high school or like my, um, you know, shows, little like high school musical kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you can you can still audition. Like everyone was at that level once mm-hmm. and ACM is so great <coughs> on just putting you on a platform where you can, you know, progress as an artist. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one thing that even if you're an amateur, you can you can start, everyone has to start someplace. Hopefully by the end of your ACM experience, you'll be ready, you know? And I just think that's very important. I just wanted to add on to that. Yeah, thank you. I think that's mm-hmm. great to, you know, recognize that you gotta you have to start somewhere yeah, and definitely. ACM at UCO will help you along the way. Oh yeah. And help develop you. You definitely. know. So yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm blown away at is like you are young, but it's like you're already this force to be reckoned with, you know? So it's like you're already identifying like I'm young, but like I just, yeah. So how, are, are you in your second year? Are you in your first year there or second? No, actually third, the beginning third, okay. of my third. Okay, that's right. Um, associates in vocal performance and then now I'm moving on to uh, business. Okay. Um, so Good for you. Yeah, and, and one thing also that Liz was saying, I was just like, yes, preach. She was, <laughs> she was slaying uh-huh. <laughs> about... Uh, really using the school to your advantage. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how many people we have in ACM that mm-hmm. are so influential to the music scene. It took me a while to realize, to be honest. Like, one thing is great. Yes, go to the classes, because they're so beneficial. They really are. Pay attention, take notes, of course. But those 10 minutes at the end of class that you have with your teacher are really, yeah. like, the best. Definitely. Yeah, and so, like... Uh, like with Nicholas Lay, who has been such a big help to me, really. I think he he's also good friends with Dan. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I went to his house the other day, and we kind of hung out a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, he, he helped me. Cool. He helps me a lot with our live performances and oh, yeah. stuff. Um, you know, he uh, he's really helping us with backing tracks and stuff, like our stage presence. Yeah. You know, he's just he's a cool guy. You know, you just gotta. They're a little intimidating at first, but yeah. you just kind of have to talk to them and realize that, you know, they're doing what you're doing. Yes. Like they were doing it, you know, like five years ago, or 10 years ago. Yeah. And that's something that took a while for me to realize because, yes, we're learning in class. But then when a real opportunity arises, like you get booked in a festival and you have to, you know, recreate your your recorded music and implicate it in your life, live, you know, that was something that was, I felt like it was gonna be a hurdle for us. But really, I mean, Nick Lay, I, I keep dropping his name, but he's been such a big help. Mm-hmm. And- uh, Definitely. Yeah, and just the production teachers with Dan have been such a big help. So it's just great to be surrounded with people that have done it hundreds of times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people say it, but just ask questions, you know, like 
what when should I release my EP? And then they'll have like a whole long answer. You're like, there's oh a my timeline. <laughs> there's like, a timeline no actually. Idea. Don't do it yet. You know, it's yeah. it's just crazy stuff that mm-hmm. is so so beneficial to us. Really, we're so thankful to go yeah. to ACM for sure. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, those are things that yeah, probably just a common person wouldn't know. You know, they just. You don't know there there is a system to, oh, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. the music. So did you guys all meet at ACM or did you know each other outside? Yeah, I knew Salvador in high school. Um, yeah, we met that's... through a mutual friend. Yeah, okay. a mutual friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like we started, that was like kind of my earliest experience with Salvador. It's just, you know, he, he likes a lot of a wide range of music like myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both play guitar. Um, and we, we like to harmonize with each other or whatever. And we, that's how we write. Um, and then, yeah, Lincoln and I met at ACM our first year. We were friends at first and then we were like, you know, let's try to write a song or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, it got more serious. And then I was like, Hey Sal, starting this new band. Let's, <laughs> let's like play some guitar or something. And it, it really kicked off cause you know, he has some Latin influences and Lincoln definitely was like, okay, that's really cool. That's what I want. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I want. And uh, that's just kind of how we took off. Um, yeah, definitely. When did you guys start? When did you guys first form as a band? It was actually... It was November, right? I yeah, think... this time last year, actually. Yeah, it was well, after the... Uh, yeah. We ha- yeah, we had a... Ha- well, we collaborated and we did a house show last year, Halloween house show, mm-hmm. with Tim Burgess, who goes to ACM. And he's a big part of the music scene as well. Mm-hmm. And Dan and I, it was just Dan and I, and we just did our No Shoes EP. Mm-hmm. Yep. And actually this month was a year, it's, a, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. So really we've only been at it for exactly a year, which is crazy, mm-hmm. which is so crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which, the, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say it's impressive because you guys really uh, hit the ground running. I mean, right when you guys started performing, you started getting a lot of press and a lot of recognition and a lot of, I mean, which is... That's again, it's so incredible. It was really neat to, to see. It it was like it was so crazy. I mean to be honest. It was like but I also was like I hadn't gone into Scott Booker's office in like the first two years I went in there because I was I was ex- I really wanted to meet him, but it was like I don't have anything to show this manager of the Fleming Lips. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna walk and be like, help me, like, no. So I really tried to form some sort of like, I, I kind of wanted him to know me before. I mean, of course I knew him, but. So w- once I went in and sat down with him and I actually had an EP to show him and I had exper- festivals. I mean, he knew I did Metro Music Festival, Norman Music Festival, uh, Oklahoma City Arts Festival. I try to have some sort of mm behind me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And That's really smart. It is. By the way. And he was like, I wasn't expecting him. He's also so, such a genuine guy. I just sat down with him, and I was like, already. And and then he he was just so relaxed. Like He was like, so what do you want to talk about? And I'm like, <laughs> you're so cool. And, uh, <laughs> and he, he was just, uh, he basically he was like, yeah, so you released your EP in, in November. Great EP. You're about to release a single. I'm like, how do you know this about my life? Like, <laughs> of course he knows all about his ACM students, of no. course. But it was just something that really hit me like, oh, wow, like I need to keep going because it, it's been such a great first year. But we have, we have so much more to offer. So it's just exciting. Did really he give exciting. you any advice or tell you anything that kind of stuck oh, in that stuck? meeting? Yeah. Yes. Um, 
you know what it was? He was very, um, he kept telling me how I needed to take care of, of my band, mm-hmm. which is so real. Mm-hmm. Take care of these guys because um, it's very hard to find people that genuinely love what I'm doing or what we what we're doing, you know? Yeah. And he's like, it seems like you have a crew behind you already. Make sure, make sure you take care of them, you know? Sure. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Of course. It's, just, it's, it's very real. It's very real. It's not, you know, we decided early on that, I, well, all my prof- professors decided that I would be the face, mm-hmm. you know, Linko would be the face because it's marketable or and short and sweet or whatever. Yeah. And it's great advice, but there's also a crew behind me. You know, I also yeah. brought Dario, who's, who's my brother. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, well, yeah, he, I mean, of course, he, he, go, he went to OCU and he has a, a law degree from OCU. No, he's, he's a big part of the band. Yeah, he's, definitely. He's, Even huge, he's, he's huge. He's like the artist, you know, with all our visual stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, he helps with one of the EP covers, right? Or, yeah, uh, the art of the, of the album covers um, creatively with the music video that we're going to release very yeah. soon. He's just a big part of, of the link up image or i don't know what we want to say but yeah he's uh yeah. you know if, if we have an idea for the video he's like that's really dumb let's do this like <laughs> and, and we're like oh yeah it's a lot better than what we had he keeps mind. us in check definitely like be very selective with what we present you know yeah because it could be that one view could be it or mm-hmm. you know whatever it might be so that was very great that scott really kind of kept me humble mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. and then of course um also don't stop releasing music mm-hmm. you know yeah because uh you never know who's listening and you need to make sure if you if you wait too long in a month they're gonna move on so mm-hmm. you know we're also that's why right now we're kind of just recording up yeah. until de- yeah. december we're just kind of chilling and mm-hmm. getting really inspired you know we just moved into a place yeah we're really taking the next step to the career, yeah. you know, the career move. Kind of just have a big uh, mm-hmm. a big repertoire mm-hmm. of songs. Yeah. And then next year come with a boom, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we're doing right now. So he's been he's been great. And he's always so down to meet all the time, which mm-hmm. is amazing, you know. Yeah, I think that speaks volumes of mm-hmm. him because I know, you know, he has a ton going on. But for him to, to hear that he knows about his students and to mm-hmm. he, he wants to take time to meet with them. Well, and going back to having your brother here, I you know that was something I first noticed about you, Linka, when we first did a show with you at BCDs. Um, you were surrounded by your family and by your, yeah. you know your band, and oh, yeah. I just I really thought uh, I just I was like, man, this girl, this is a beautiful young girl, and she has this army around her who like loves her and wants <laughs> to be there with her and wants to you know. And yes. as we've done more things together, like even heard on heard, you know, your brother is there, and tonight it's just that's even showing up more that you are it it looks like you really value your family and you value your band. So the, the advice that Scott had told you, it looks like you're taking that to heart. And um, oh, yeah. there's that, we just, I get that, you know, family feel with you when you show up to things. And yes. it's very, it's, 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 it's very inspiring. It's, it's neat to see, you know, so. Yeah, thank you. I mean, um, I don't know if, I don't know if it has to do with the way my parents raised me. I don't know if it has to do with, the fact that we're Latino, mm-hmm. you know, that's such a big thing, family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't know what it is, but just like, it's kind of crazy how involved, I mean, Dario is, of course, my brother, but my parents, it's just, they're always there for any show. They're there, whether it's selling merch or anything. It's like, they're kind of like also my friends too, because they're so close to my bandmates. Like, it's just crazy. It, it's honestly very important to me, you know, to ha always have my family there. Always, 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 always. And <laughs> And this is Dario again. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I can attest to that as your brother and as first generation uh, Mexican Americans. Yeah. That that journey that um, we hear all around us, right? We hear the word immigrant constantly, and but that 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 takes uh, that has side effects, and some of them are very positive. And in our family, yeah. it had a unifying effect, I yes. think. And so, like my sister became my best friend when we. When we when we crossed the border and we yes. uh, moved to Dallas and our journey, you know, up I thirty five to Oklahoma City, you know, I kind of like pegged my life on a map, like mm -hmm. just all the way up north, like from I thirty five where it starts on the Mexican Texas Mexican border all yeah. the way north wow. uh, to here. I think we, it's uh, kept us strong and yeah, I know. think that's I don't really think of that. So as how long have you been in Oklahoma? Since I was four, okay, so, so I, I was I'm pretty small, um, and then in Dallas since I was four, and then moved here to Oklahoma City. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that might be I mean always having that in the back of our heads uh, that we've come this far, mm -hmm. so it unites us even more. So, did you come from a musical family? Yes, uh, my dad. When we used to live in Dallas, even though I was like four, I still remember um, him playing the classical, which is actually what Sal played tonight, um, or is going to play tonight. <laughs> right? Yeah, we have some songs <laughs> we haven't played yet. Yeah, we have some songs. We have some songs ready, ready. for you guys. Yep. And um, and so yeah, he was always playing while well, like my mom was cooking in the kitchen. He would be playing in the dining room table singing to her on the classical and then my grandpa every Christmas even with like I think he's missing like two fingers still <laughs> I'm like what? bruh are you serious you're really old hey, Tony Iommi's missing a finger <laughs> yeah. he's amazing with his classical so yeah, it's very cool. classical Mexican music um, which is something that I would like to own later in the f in the future maybe drop like a traditional Mexican EP or something. I'd love to do that because that's a whole other, mm -hmm. a whole other like side. Featuring grandpa. F-E-A-T. Yeah. Or even like Edgar Cruz, how you just yeah. mentioned him. Mm -hmm. oh, Edgar, I, I saw Edgar Cruz the first time when I was probably like six or eight years old. Oh this God, little tiny crazy. Catholic church outside of Enid, Bison, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. nice. He came and played a thing. And I've talked to him about it since. But it's he's like one of those dudes that he's kind of like ubiquitous around here. You know, he's just everywhere. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone you'll be like, oh, they're... He's been doing it forever. I saw yeah. Edgar Cruz and Edmund at the Patriarch. Yeah. You yeah. know, that new bar there. And yeah, I was I like, what is Edgar Cruz doing here? There's Edgar, you know? <laughs> You're Edgar Cruz. Why are you yeah. in this bar? <laughs> what are you doing? It was like a Wednesday night or something. Just hanging out. Yeah, he was hanging. Playing a little Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely been a staple in our community. Yeah. And I, I, he's wonderful. Well, I mean, uh, 
when I got the news this past summer about um, Best Latin Artist from the Oklahoma Gazette, he has been winning that, right? For, for like 20 years. For 20 years. <laughs> you, you dethroned him. Yeah. I was no. just like, did you I think dethrone it's time for a new. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know it. Wow, I didn't <laughs> know that. I, it, was, it was kind of like. <laughs> He's had his. He's had a run. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think it's a good time. No, not really. <laughs> I know. That's, that's it was what people kept telling me. They're like. You broke the Edgar Cruz streak or whatever, which I... It's probably pretty salty. <laughs> You're yeah. a streak breaker. That is awesome. Well, oh, I, wow. And, like, I watched him. I mean, you watched him when yeah. you were eight or yeah, six. Yeah, I'm 36 yeah. Now, yesterday. Yeah. So. I mean, it's crazy how oh, he was yeah. in your life yeah, when you were that was, young. And, you yeah. know, that was when I was first kind of being exposed to playing the guitar and to see him, you know, do that kind of stuff. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so I was... Like, cause under the, I had no idea really. I didn't even know that the Gazette did this, which is kind of kind of bad on my part. But at the bottom, it said like previously awarded Edgar Cruz, and I was like, <laughs> and my dad, like when my dad first read it, he was like, Linka, you beat Edgar Cruz. Are you serious? <laughs> and I was just kind of like, wow, like this man is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just because um, the Latin presence hasn't been. I mean, he has been a Latin presence in Oklahoma. Yeah. But yeah. I think another artist hasn't come along as sure. strong. So that was like such an honor. It was such an honor. Cool. Especially a female Latin artist, yeah. you yeah. know. Oh, as, yeah. So tell me about, because you, uh, many of your songs you do sing in Spanish and then English. Mm-hmm. So you really carry your heritage forward in your music. And so yes. tell me about being a Latina artist and yes. what that's been like for you here in Oklahoma. Well, um, at first it was, uh, when I was first recording my No Shoes EP, we were just kind of the first time we I presented myself to Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, and well, the world really, but specifically Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of like, yeah, you know, I like to sing in Spanish, you know, this is who I am or whatever. But then once now, especially now, about like what's happening now really in the election, mm-hmm. I am just like adamant on always saying that I'm Latina and I'm proud to be Latina, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like such a thing, like, yes, I'm Mexican, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I wanna say that I'm Mexican, I'm proud and I'm present yeah. here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's such a motivator, like, just, and also with the music video that we're gonna release, it's kind of been delayed for a while, but for many reasons, but there's also gonna be, it's very pro. Latina, mm-hmm. proud to be Latina, mm-hmm. proud to be Mexican. Uh, we shot a bunch, a bunch of scenes in the South Side, because mm-hmm. that's something that I also want to, um, I want to unite the music scene. Because right now I'm very much in the American side, yeah. which is great, of course, because I go to ACM and, I mean, Oklahoma is predominantly American people, but I also grew up in the South Side. And there's really not much of a scene over there, like it's honestly. Getting, it's going to be coming up real yeah. quick. It is Capitol Hill with the Wheeler District tying it all together yes, is that. real. That whole Cap Hill south of the Riverside is going to be amazing. Give it ten years, it'll be unbelievable. Oh yeah, and uh, recently I had a booth. I helped out my dad in his booth. Uh, he has a air conditioning business called Elizondo Air. 
<laughs> shout Shameless out. plug. Well, shout out. You know, anybody need AC? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oklahoma City area. You know, perfect. Uh, Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does he do drywall? Because <laughs> April needs some drywall. Might need a little help. <laughs> <laughs> Does he do? He's drywall? a baby. Abel has a baby room. He's working on. No, we got. Oh, we, we got a client. We got a client. Right now, <laughs> we'll speak after. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but there's. Oh, right. So the booth at the uh, America Festival of the Americas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Ran- Randy Quiroga, who is the... Owner of El Nacional. Yeah, owner and, of yeah. El Nacional and is a big part of the Capitol Hill, right? Wheeler. Yeah, he owns a building there and he's a big part um, developing that area on, south, on Southwest 25th. And Robinson, right? And yeah, between Robinson and Western. And so, uh, you know, he he heard a lot about me, and he wants to. That's something that I actually want to talk to you, Liz. Okay, let's just do it right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's uh, they're wanting to do. I mean, I know they're already doing that with Capitol Hill. There's like, yeah. what is it called? The, that this event. Is, this is development at the the Wheeler District or Capitol. Yeah. Hill? It's well, just the whole development that's going on. That's they're trying to bridge, you know, because the river has always been such a dividing yeah, that's so areas, a division mm-hmm. type place. But I mean, if, have you guys been to the Wheeler, Wheeler Park? Oh, yet? yeah. If you can't, you can't stand there and look across the river and not see that the, the uh, there's just so much opportunity mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that area. I mean, Definitely. what other major m- metropolitan area in the country can you think of with that much just open opportunity sitting down there? And there's developers right now that are taking advantage of it. And yeah. like I say, give it a couple of years and it'll be and only recognize it. Yes, definitely. And uh, we were wanting to do a, um, it's like a festival. They're wanting, they keep telling me like they want to liven it up like Paseo or like mm-hmm. um, Plaza or, you know. And Western Avenue. <laughs> Western <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> right, yes. And, it's my, it's my at Western Avenue. <laughs> maybe um, doing like presented by ACM at UCO as well. Maybe having like three bands. Mm-hmm. Down there, same with like uh, Mariachi Orgullo, which is a big mariachi band from the South Side. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like really just collaborating and making it even bigger than it already is. Yeah. And, uh, and then right now they're just having meetings and they're showing me as an example, like I'm willing to work with them. And same with Dario, he's actually a really talented artist and he's like, he does a bunch of like Frida Kahlo paintings. Mm-hmm. And we're wanting to do a mural there and doing like Frida Kahlo and just bringing like life uh, to th- those streets because there's, like he said, a lot, a lot of potential. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a big thing to look forward in the future. I mean, it's already happening, but mm. even more so, you never know. Yeah. That's so cool to hear about. Yeah, just, I mean, because we, we already know you're an artist, but to hear about your involvement in your community and your, mm. you know, your willingness to to do, um, yeah, to be involved with the districts and your school, and that's just, that's really cool. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Also, if I may add, it's really great to hear how the arts, you know, the fine arts, contemporary music world, you as visual artists can really unify. That's what's very important about the arts, um, you know, and why we really believe in, you know, not just the ACM at UCO, but all programs of fine arts and design, you know, to 
unify people. Okay. It really is so important. It's not just STEM, in my opinion. It's STEAM, right. you know. So um, yeah. it's awesome to hear just hear you say that, you know, talk about really having that vision to unify um, the communities. It's cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Very forward thinking. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. And that's what a lot of, you know, that's one of my favorite things about working with artists and mm. um people from our community is it, it is it's that common vision of um, that art and music it's it's bigger than just one person or a few people it, it is it's something that brings our communities together and brings people together and so um it's 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 really wonderful to hear you being attuned to that linka especially mm -hmm. you know. absolutely yeah it's, it's, wise um, for her years she is she is <laughs> i suspected that but i just keep hearing that mm -hmm. so it's thank wonderful. you so much jennifer yeah, and unless Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that unifying uh, characteristic spills into your creative process as well. I think, you know, mm -hmm. what is another land? If you talk about the lyrics to your song, to your single, oh, yeah. um, it speaks about, you know, coming together and, yeah. and having a louder voice unified than. Yes, yeah. definitely. I mean, that's what the single that I just released uh, and, and we might even re-release because with the music video mm -hmm. um, later on but uh, yeah it's called Another Land and it's it's very much talking about um, it's kind of it's talking about unifying and diversity being Latina being proud but it's also it's kind of a kind of there's kind of humor in it like when people always say uh if this person becomes president, I'm le I'm leaving this planet or whatever. You know, it's of course it's never going to happen. Of course not. But it's it's also a take on that mm -hmm. another land. What is your another land? I have my another land and I want to present it in the music video, you know. Yeah. So absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, yours is a voice that <laughs> like, needs mm -hmm. to be heard, Linka, and I hope that, you know, you continue to to grow in your songwriting and your music and we look forward to following your journey and tell us about some um, things that you have coming up yes so people um, know where to find you yes so i'm going to be performing at the hip-hop festival in the criterion um we're doing a i think you were talking about that earlier right the criterion or the hip-hop no this hip -hop. was is that something else this was something else oh. it was, it was, it was <laughs> right. a hip-hop thing but not the festival. The same what date is that after that <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what what date um, is is that November fifth? Did you say it was the fifth? Fifth. Yeah. I'm so bummed. This is gonna air the So that was awesome, man. You guys killed. That was really good. Great show. I'm still recovering. But but you have a you have a really exciting thing to announce that has just been announced on November first. But yeah, talk about your upcoming yes yeah, so um it was very exciting last year we played at norman music festival we played at the uh, brewery yeah. which was great there was yeah. so many people and it was like 6 p.m yeah, very very fun Seven. Mm -hmm. it was so house i mean it was so house, <laughs> so house, <man. laughs> so house. it was so great yes the house was so great and um and yeah it was it was great but this year he just announced um joshua he's kind of like the he books all the mm -hmm. Oklahoma City mm -hmm. musicians. We're gonna he's be playing. Badass. Yeah, he's yeah. he's amazing. Mm -hmm. He puts in a lot of work. Um, we're gonna be playing on the main stage. Oh, cool! It's exciting. Mm -hmm. That is so exciting. Um, I didn't think it would. I don't know. I 
don't know how. I don't know if Nick. I don't know anymore. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> happen. I don't know if Nick did something or Scott. Did, I always think like it's one of you guys. <laughs> you guys are helping me out because I mean, of course, yeah. it has to be. We're very lucky to have all these yeah. opportunities. And yeah. so uh, I don't know if, if we're going to be the band before the headliner. They're still kind of figuring it out. But Do you know three. what day you're playing? Uh, I think it's Saturday. Oh, that's so incredible. And cool. for listeners yeah, who don't awesome. know about Norman Music Fest, yes. it is one of the biggest Oklahoma festivals. Yeah, it's awesome. getting the first really eclectic. Cool. Oh, when I was in school down there, it was nowhere near, near as big. It was like in the parking lot over at Champs or something. <laughs> 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 in the parking lot. No. Seriously, it was. And then now, you know, I've been down there the last couple of years and just wandered around, like, even before the show started, like, all it's, day. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was able to do, I think I did a blog feature on uh, Norman Music Fest last year and mm-hmm. just find out more what, about what's behind it. And everybody is a volunteer behind it, which at this point it's getting crazy because it's getting so big and people are giving of their time and their energy in such huge ways. Uh, Michelle Bowie is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. We'll have to talk to Michelle when it gets a little yeah. closer. Um, but yeah, so Linka, that is incredible. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, congratulations. That's some big Thank news. So it's much. exciting mm-hmm. that you get to do that. And, um, and then you also have uh, an EP release in January. Yes. Yes. Tell us about it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, maybe Dan wants to talk about this because he's. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's these are older songs we wrote over the summer mostly, or uh, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, lately we've been kind of. They're more hey. fine tuned. Yeah, yeah. Like, point, they're you know? they're definitely more thought out. I've really tried to rethink our structure and our sound. Um, I've been, I uh, broke out my record player and I've been playing with old like samples, I guess. It's really weird because our sound is very clean and it just sounds like a band, but I think we want to go in a more hip hop direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Link has always liked hip hop. I've always liked hip hop. So, you know, why not? Um, yeah, definitely. And uh, it's, it's like, it's like indie rock meets hip hop. And then the Latin side to it is her lyrics, mm-hmm. and just her flow to it. It's really impressive. I wish we could show you guys, but <laughs> but uh, sounds it's, amazing. it's really not wait to hear it. Yeah, it's really it's it's um it's a lot it's a lot to take in. It's, yeah, uh, and it's I, really I want to cool. talk about uh, how important Dan is to everything because of course Salvador he has amazing guitar riffs and guitar pieces mm-hmm. that he writes on on his own. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Hey guys, I have a new piece I want to show you guys, and we just sit down and listen to him, and it's always yeah, so it's, exciting. It's, it's like therapeutic almost. It's like, <laughs> thanks. Put me to sleep. It's like, yeah. it's amazing. And uh, Salvador, you know, he writes a lot of the stuff, and then I'll kind of write something else to it. And then that's like kind of the first stage. And then yeah. I'll kind of sit down and produce a little bit, and Link is like, that's that's bad. Do something else. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So she kind of she does co produce with me a lot. You know, it's like, um, we always, we have like main departments in our little writing area. Yeah. Like Linka's main thing is lyrics and melody. And then Salvador's is, it's a, a lot of writing. It's his thing yeah. is writing and mine's producing, but we all do a little bit of it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, well, but also Dan, you're so, uh, it's, it's kind of, he brings, he brings the music to life mm. because there's not, there's instances where I couldn't even imagine what he brings to the table because he's also we don't really talk much about him being a production major at ACM yeah but he's learned so much at ACM to where I kind of I do my part and then I'm like I'll just 
I'm just gonna leave Dan for a little bit with this with this song. <laughs> now you're crazy for a couple back, hours. Yeah, he's like on. Yeah, he's on there for a couple hours. I come back, put the headphones on, and it's just a whole different. He adds samples. He really chops it up and makes it like he just brings it to life. So mm. yeah. I'm glad you guys it's, got to it's know. It's fun, you know. Yeah, uh, it's fun to get to know you guys. I think another thing is, like, our group of friends, um, Dario, mm. uh, he, you know, he's like he's like the unspoken member or whatever. Like, we just have that kind of thing in our group where it's yeah. very, you know, comfortable. And it's kind of confusing sometimes. I'm like, how did how did we write this, you know? Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like, who wrote this and how was it written? But, you know, we just have a lot of feedback, too, with our friends. Um yeah. I don't know. It's just it's very cool band to be in. You know, yes, it's very it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys are a very cool band, and we're excited to hear your new EP. And so, tell us where we can find that when it comes out, and where can we find you guys on social media or web? Yes. Okay. So right now, um, all of our music is on Bandcamp, linka.bandcamp.com. But um, with this EP, definitely it'll be on Spotify and on iTunes. It'll kind of be our uh, premiere or. Our introduction to spotify okay. and itunes yeah because there's so many people are like honestly we should be on on spotify and itunes right now but <laughs> um but it's okay I, it's it's better than me just like going in there now rather than having new music yeah. and going you know y'all know i don't know what I'm talking yeah about. <laughs> well and tell everybody how you spell it because it's l-i-n-c-k-a yes yeah. yes l-i-n-c-k-a um so twitter is linka music l-i-n-c-k-a music um Instagram, Linka Music, mm -hmm. and Facebook. You can just type in Linka, and um, all my upcoming shows are going to be on there. Um, like I said, like we said, this whole year, the ending of this year, we're not going to be playing that much because we are recording. Mm -hmm. But in January, we're going to come back with just brand new music. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear. Well, we can't wait. And you brought two songs to perform to tonight. What are they called? And yes. what did you bring us? The first song is called Abrazala, and um, that's actually going to Abrazala and Home Run. Mm, yeah, they're the, on the, the new songs on the EP. Yes, both of those are going to be in the EP we release in. Oh, awesome! In January. Very cool. Yes. Cool. So, uh, but I just want to also thank you, Jennifer and oh. Abel. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Oh, you guys are great. Oh, yes, for, we're just for so starting this guys. new thing. This is really, this is really dope because it's one thing to, you know, do shows and play, and you know that's great. But like I've also wanted the audience to get to know me, and same with the band as as people. Mm -hmm. And this is so exciting. It's my first podcast, so thank you. Oh, that's no, what we love about podcasting it. Podcasting is kind of a big deal. It is. Thank yeah, uh, <laughs> you. You're the thanks to Sarah Koenig. <laughs> you guys are the you know the reason why we love it so much. It's yeah, nice to, to meet sit people down like and you. get to have these conversations and get to know you guys so um well we can't wait to hear your songs yes and for our listeners out there you can find us at grounded sounds on twitter and instagram and grounded sounds okay on facebook and um anything else we oh papa john's pizza tonight papa john pizza thank you definitely to papa sponsored john's. us tonight yes and if you, you would like to help sponsor us a little bit mm -hmm. there's a couple really easy things you can do uh, this it's probably going to be one of the later podcasts that we talk about this, but there is a link on um, mostlyharmless.media. You go there, they click on the link on the top right that says support us and choose us as your favorite podcast and become a member. You can uh, donate whatever you want. It's a reoccurring monthly donation. 
and that helps us to keep bringing bands like Linka in and being able to talk and share this kind of amazing content. And we are going to have a party sometime this month yes, for all of our members, which is just one of the perks. Nice. And you can also, we can also have in-kind sponsors because uh, if anybody Absolutely. wants to send us food or booze, <laughs> we will talk about it we on talk our about podcast. Food and bourbon and scotch and wine. Is, yes, uh, scotch. scotch Love scotch. Yes, yes. <laughs> send, it send it over. Send it over. Jen and I are all about the brown liquor. <laughs> you know, like. the girls over at the bubble have their champagne, and we're more bourbon, scotchy whiskey people. Oh, but okay. Also, Papa John's. We've got Anthem beer in the studio all the time, so we do encourage in-kind sponsors as well but what really kind of keeps the ship afloat is the cash there's real money <laughs> you can also you can also advertise on the podcast and just starting out we're making it a just a hundred dollars per episode but it's really really focused which is neat from a small business owner standpoint you can know the type of people that are going to listen to this because it's people that are interested in music and interested in what's going on in oklahoma city and the way that um, music affects you know the the local community and where local music meets local business is our big push. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to reach those kind of people, this is a really great way to do it because you know that you know your audience, you know the amount of people that are listening, you can customize your content. Uh, you can come on here and talk about it yourself if you like. It's $100 an episode. So please visit mostlyharmless.media, click on the support us link, become a member. There's a lot of special bonus footage. The studio that we're sitting in is gorgeous mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and not a lot of people Very have got chill. to come in here. Mm -hmm. And as a member, we're going to have like I say, parties, there's going to be some additional footage like videos and uh, audio coming out as well. So yes. it's a really easy thing. Please just toss us a like and uh, become a member. Thank you, Abel. My pleasure. Thank well, you, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> well, up next we have Linka. We're going to listen to some tunes. Yep, Sweet. perfect. Porque nunca sabrás cuando se irá I do it for my own So when they come home They listen to what they have been missing all along I know reality is sad sometimes But if you take a bite of mine You could see why I'm always so Bailando por la sala cada día de semana Abre la ventana para que entre la luz en esta casa azul Güero, aprende el español para que me puedas hablar En el lenguaje de amor En el lenguaje me amor Saborea lo rico de mi tierra Saborea 
Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys. <laughs>